What do you do? What do you do when things are taken out of your hands? And what do you do in comparison when you're working with a client who isn't isn't your ideal client? Those two topics, some news, and a bit more are on today's Friday You're On Pay podcast. Powered by Libsyn, the largest podcast host and distribution network since 2004. Libsyn.com. Hey, Michael here, and this episode is powered by Libsyn. Thank you, Libsyn. Thank you. Thank you for having an amazing platform. Something easy for me as a blind business owner to be able to use on my own. Use and abuse. I love that episode. Hey, guys, today we're going to talk about what do you do when things are taken out of your control and taken out of your hands. And number two, I'm going to give you a little bit of news. And then number three, when your client isn't your ideal client, what the hell should you be doing? And I'm running into this with one of the people I'm working with just because this person is not my ideal client, but they pay on time. So hopefully you get some value out of today's episode. If you enjoy it, if you like it, if it's something you're absolutely in love with, don't tell your significant other. I don't want them calling me up being like, I'm jealous, my, my, my significant other is in love with you. No, seriously though, give me a shout out on your favorite social media site. Share this episode, share the podcast, and let others know about the content available on the Your Own Pay podcast. So back in August, I recorded an episode talking about meth, marijuana, juvenile detention, and my fuck-ups. And that was a great episode, well-received by a lot of individuals, a lot more received than what I expected it to be. And I think it has a lot to do with my authenticity, my getting down and saying, hey, this is what's going on in my life. Here's, here's a couple of things that's been impacted in my life. And here's what I'm working on and, and what, I'm, what I'm pushing through. That might have been the first week of September. I'll tell you what. Hit up the show notes for this week's episode. I will definitely include a link to that episode so you can listen to it. It's about 20 minutes long, longer than my normal episodes, but you'll get some value out of it. However, as some of you guys know, on September 12th, my younger brother, Evan, was released to mine and my wife's custody. Mallory drove over to Montana, picked the young man up. And I do say young man, even though he's only 12, because he's acting like a man. And you'll understand more here in a minute. I'm folding laundry while I chat with you guys, by the way. And uh, he, she picked the young man up on September 12th. They got home on September 14th. And things were going okay. They weren't going perfect, but they were going okay. Until... One time, my sister-in-law took Evan to a football game. He proceeded to want to go hang out with his friends, told her to fuck off, and ran away for about three hours or so. Apparently, he went back to the football game, uh, decided he didn't have to follow any rules, and because of the paperwork with the interstate transfer, there was no direct repercussions for the child, even though he was, I mean, young man, even though he was on probation. Then he proceeded to realize, well, hey, there's no punishments for me. There's, there's nothing that's going to happen for me. So why should I have to listen? You guys don't understand what I'm talking about here in a minute. The young man then decided to continue to be disruptive, both in school at home, in school and at home. 
He got into an altercation with another kid, got suspended from school for a day, told the principal to fuck off and ran away. He got... I forget what the next one was. Oh, he just decided he didn't want to go to class and disappeared for an hour and 15 minutes. And then the, the straw that broke the camel's back is this past Monday, not Halloween, but the Monday before then, uh, Mr. Evan decided that he was going to smoke marijuana, consume marijuana in the bathroom at the high school. Well, junior high school. Junior, senior, high school. And those of you who know, okay, marijuana is legal in Oregon. Of course, you've got to be 21. Well, I can't say of course, but you've got to be 21 in order to purchase, consume, and carry. Well, that didn't matter. So when he got caught with, with the marijuana, and it was a teacher that caught him and came out of the bathroom, reported him to the principal, he proceeded to tell the principal to fuck off, refused to empty out his pockets, and so was suspended with the possibility of expulsion. If you watch my YouTube channel, you know that on Monday, I think it was. Yeah, Monday. I went to an expulsion meeting. His probation officer, his principal, the superintendent and vice principal, Mallory and myself. Oh, and him. We're all sitting around a table talking about what the future plans were with him. What was going to happen and whether or not the school district was going to give him a second chance. They said, hey, we'll send you a letter. In the next couple of days, we'll let you know what goes on. Well, Monday night, if you listen to the episode on Tuesday, you know what happened with me. But Monday night, while we were trick-or-treating, uh, he proceeded to uh, leave his brother while his brother was trick-or-treating in a house. He then proceeded to not return... He left, let's see, last time we saw him was at about 6.20 p.m. He got home around, he says 10.20, I think it was 1, but we'll say 10.20, so for four hours. Then Tuesday, again, he's suspended from school. Tuesday, he decided to leave at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, hey, dude, you can't go pick up your brothers. We can't trust you outside the house. You can't leave. At Let's see, what time was it yesterday, or Tuesday, not yesterday, yesterday, it's Thursday. Tuesday, he arrived back at the house about 9.56, so he was gone for about six and a half hours. Wednesday, he proceeded to leave the house at about 3.10. Uh, we had our landlord here, and they were making some repairs, and we were in there chatting with them. Someone turned away from him for literally two, maybe five minutes, no more than five minutes, and then we're like, oh shit, Evan's gone again. He proceeded to walk in the door at 11.36 yesterday evening. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday evening, sorry. Yesterday, which is the day that I'm recording this, so Thursday, he proceeded to leave at 2.30 in the afternoon, and I said, Mr. Evan, if you walk out that door, repercussions will occur. And he told me nothing will happen, because remember, as of now, nothing has happened. But the point of the matter is, is he knows that Tony, who's his probation officer here, is writing everything down because I have to legally report to his probation officer when he disappears and especially when he doesn't come back by curfew. So I haven't left about 2.30 yesterday evening, yesterday afternoon. As of the time of recording this episode, and let me see what time it is right now. It is 
Mr. Evan has not been back, so he's been gone for a good six hours. Now, every time he comes back, he's been reeking of weed. But here is where the point of this story comes in. 20 minutes after he left, I get a ding dong. Open the door. Is Mr. Evan here? Well, they use his last name, but for the purposes of this episode, I ain't gonna use that. I'm like, nope, he disappeared about 20 minutes ago. Well, where's he? I have no clue. He won't tell me where he goes. Down the road, he says. There was a police officer. And uh, for all intents and purposes, I'm pretty sure Mr. Evans is going to be spending some time in the local juvenile detention and or getting transported back to Montana. So the point of today's story is I posted on Facebook, on my personal Facebook, and let some people know what was going on. And I'm like, wait a minute, but I feel guilty because I feel like I haven't done enough. From what I have seen, this kid doesn't want to make a change. He doesn't want to make things better in his life, even though he sees that he's not being exposed to methamphetamines. He's not being treated as a second-class citizen. He's not dealing with the shit. He had to deal with living with his dad. So, we'll get into the news about the podcast episode, but this directly correlates with today's topic, today's primary topic. And that is, what if your clients aren't the best? What if your clients don't want to listen to what you have to say, to to what you want to share with them, and to how you want to help them? I had this issue with a client of mine recently. He pays on time. He's a great individual to work with. I love his message. I love his passion. But he absolutely refuses to do what I'm telling him to do. I say, Joe Blow, I need you to be producing content on a regular basis. And those of you who know, I I have been producing content on a daily basis. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But Joe Blow, you need to be producing content on a regular basis. I don't give a damn if it's once a week, once every other week, once, once a month. But Joe Blow says, well, I've been running my business for the past five years, and I don't need to produce any content because all of the content that I've already produced is out there in the world, and people know about it. The last time Joe Blow posted content was April of this year. We're in November. Listen to Tuesday's episode to talk about how producing content can help, leveraging content to show that you're an authority. If you're not producing regular content and people go to your website and they're like, hey, this person isn't producing content, Are they still in business? Do they still... Oh, and did I mention their Twitter account? (laughs) Their Twitter account is, Hey, come watch me on Periscope. Hey, hey, come watch me on Periscope. Hey, come watch me on Periscope. Come watch me on Periscope. Not, hey, thanks for watching me on Periscope. How are you doing today? Or, hey, here's a great article. Maybe I should retweet it to my followers. Or, hey, thanks for checking me out. Oh, and did I mention his Periscopes are him. Me, 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 me. Nothing to do with the people who are viewing his Periscope. The point of live video, in my personal opinion, is an opportunity for you to connect with your customers. For you to connect with your prospects and for you to connect with the people who take the time out of their day and come view you. So this individual is not listening to me. (laughs) 
They paid me on time for my advice. But number one, they're paying me pennies compared to what I should be getting paid. And number two, they're they're not my ideal client. They're, they're not listening to the coaching tips that I'm providing to them. And someone called me the other day and said, Michael, what would you do if someone's not listening to the advice that you're giving them? And I said, I don't know. Just don't work with them. And then I asked myself, why the hell am I working with this client? So correlating my client's story with my younger brother's story together. Sometimes you just need to step back, let go and let nature take its toll. You can't help everyone. You can't save everyone. You can't do everything for everyone. However, if you're interested in getting coached by me, hit me up, michaelyourownpay.com. I'd love to chat with you about what you're doing in your business and ways that you can leverage the internet and the relationships you're building to build a better business. Now, to the news. You guys know that I missed yesterday's episode. You guys get that? Feel me? Feel me? Okay. Well, I am going to a four times a week posting schedule. Cutting back from seven days a week to four days, because that'll give me three days a week to do what I need to do. Spend time with my family, uh, get to know more of my clients, get to make more clients while providing you guys a podcast on a regular basis. So Saturday, we're still going to do our Saturday weekly recaps. Those will be quick and to the point. So, I mean, really, we're only doing three episodes per week, but Saturday is going to be the Saturday weekly recap. I'll I'll be producing a Monday motivation episode for you every Monday. Wednesday, we're going to talk with some wildly amazing, passionate, professional, blind individuals. And Friday, Friday, well, Friday's content is still up in the air. However, Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, I'll be dropping on a podcast player near you. 6 a.m. West Coast time, that's 9 a.m. Pacific. And hopefully, hopefully the knowledge and the stories and the education that I'm providing to people like yourself is worth it for you. Did you get any value out of today's episode? Were you sucked into my story? Were you encouraged to follow me and figure out more about how I can help you in your business? If so, hit me up at Payone. Share this episode with your most active social media site. Get your first audiobook from Audible free. Head on over to yourownpay.com slash book and check out the wide selection of life-changing and fun audiobooks. That's yourownpay.com slash book to get your first book free from Audible. Thanks for listening. This has been Michael Babcock, the guy who is blogging to the top. Blogging to the top. The previous audio was a Your Own Pay production. Connect with us for show notes and leave your comments on our blogs. Connect with us. We are on Twitter. Want to stalk us? Follow at PayOwn. Remember, it's your own pay. Do what you want with it.